Good evening and welcome to the Mecca Sports Talk. I'm your host, Keith Dewar, on this Thursday evening, September the 30th, 2021. Already the end of the month, which is hard to believe, and speaking of hard to believe, week four is here in the next uh, little bit. Jacksonville and Cincinnati, not an obvious, uh, you know, primetime matchup that you want to see, per se. I mean, of course, you know, Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, two number one picks going at it. That, you know, I guess will give you a little bit of zip and a little bit of uh, interest, perhaps, even for the uh, most diehard of football fans. But we'll see how that goes tonight. Cincinnati's given seven and a half to the Jaguars. I am not going with this game among my picks for week four. Uh, I Leaning towards Cincinnati winning this game, I don't know if they're going to necessarily cover. This feels like one of those backdoor cover type of games where the Jaguars get a last-minute score and cut it to like six or seven. So I kind of feel like uh, that's how it could go tonight, but we'll have to see what happens. Uh, But I want to start off with the football Giants. This team is a friggin' joke. A joke and a half. You know, the Jets right now are playing like garbage. Well, you know what? The Giants are right in that category, too. Because they stink just as bad, if not more. And if you look at their schedule right now, tell me who they're beating. You still got to play the Cowgirls twice. You still got to play the Eagles twice, who they never ever beat. You still got to play Tampa. You still got to play New Orleans this week. You still got to play Carolina, who's 3-0. You still got to play Kansas City. You still got to play the Raiders. You still got to play the Chargers. Who are they beating? Who the hell are they beating? Seven wins, Vegas predicted for them. Are you kidding me? Seven wins? Where? Where are you getting seven wins? You sure as hell ain't getting five at this point. And you know, the Giant fans the other day booed Mara at halftime during the Eli ceremony. And with good reason. Now I know, you know, people are like, well, he's not doing anything. And you know, yeah, maybe he's... uh, from the periphery, it looks like maybe he's not, but no. rest assured, he's got to get rid of, and I don't care what it takes at this point, Gettleman's got to take a hike at the end of the year. Been saying it now for three years. You drafted Daniel Jones where he is, and I know people are getting on his case, but the Giants' biggest problem lies in the trenches. And it's been this way for a long time now. They have no semblance of an offensive line that could play consistently. They have no semblance of a pass rush that can rush the quarterback consistently. If you can't do either of those things, good luck. Your team is going to stink. And that's how the Giants are. They stink. Because they have no, they have, neither thing is of high quality. Neither in the upper echelon. Neither in the... Middle of the echelon. So, Mara at the end of the season, tell Gettleman, pack your bags, head for Aruba, head for wherever. Head for the border. And take a hike. Head south. Head wherever. Just get the hell away from uh, from East Rutherford. Because he's got to go. It's very hard to, you know... Granted, a new GM comes in, he may tell Joe Judge to take a hike. Do I necessarily want to see that happen? No, I don't. I'd like to see Judge get a fair shot. 
But, you know, what do the Giants do? If you get rid of the GM and you bring in a new GM, is that GM going to decide to go get another quarterback and tell Daniel Jones, nice, you know, nice knowing you, but onwards uh, you go? You know, we know that they made a huge mistake drafting Barkley. And I know he's supremely talented, but hey, the guy had a severe knee injury, and now he's he's still not 100%. You probably won't even see the best of him until later in the year or next year at this stage with that type of a significant injury. But right now, this team is in shambles. Blake Martinez is out for the year. He tore his knee up. I mean, I, I want to see the Giants lose at this point. I know it's crazy, you know, crazy for a diehard fan to say. But, I mean, is this team going anywhere? Who, Like I said, who are they beating? Who are you beating on that schedule? There's nobody you're beating. Yeah, maybe you get a, a, a fluke win or two here and there to get you to, like, three or four. You're going to have a top five pick, which is what I want them to have. Because they got to press the reset button. It's like playing the PlayStation or the Xbox at this point. You got to press the reset button. It's like when you're down 41 to 3 playing Madden. And you're like, yeah, you know, I had enough. Oh, I mistakenly pressed the reset button. Oh, what a tragedy. That's what the Giants need to do right now. They need to press the reset button. And they need to start over. They got to figure out what, like I said, you have to start on the offensive line and the defensive line. Because I'll tell you now, you put Tom Brady on this with this offensive line, is he is he the GOAT? No, he's not. He's not the GOAT. If you put that kind of an offensive line in front of him. He'd be running for his life. He would have retired five years ago, ten years ago. The Giants made a mistake drafting Barkley. They made a mistake drafting Daniel Jones. I know, I know. It's going to, you know, maybe he turns into something. I don't, you know, it just may not happen here in New York. Because right now, they need to revamp this entire friggin' team. They need to change the culture of this team and bring in some fresh blood in the front office who knows what the heck he is doing and not reach for a guy because, oh, the analytics said so or this and that. I hate these stupid analytics. I'm old school. I can't stand these friggin' analytics. Joe Judge even said it the other day. He's like, well, you know, if we played uh, based on uh, Excel and what analytics say, we'd be doing great. Joe, sorry to inform you. Your team would still be crap. Would still be crap. Maybe you would have beat the Deadskins. Maybe you would beat the Deadskins. The other day, you couldn't beat you couldn't beat the Falcons. The Falcons stink. You're up fourteen to seven in the fourth quarter. You can't put the game away. The guy on a Right at the end of the game, I forget who it was. Guy drops a sure interception in the end zone. I'd cut him. Take a hike. Get out of here. You can't catch the football? Take a hike. Guy goes off sides at the end of the Deadskins game. Take a hike too. 
You know, these guys are professionals making a whole lot of money. And I know you can't be perfect 100% of the time. And I know you're giving the effort and this and that. But come on. I mean, Matt Ryan floats the ball in the end zone and you can't catch that? Come on. You have to catch that football. And that's the difference between winning teams and losing teams. Winning team, they catch that. A losing team like the Giants have been for the last eight, nine years, they drop the ball. Or go off sides in the last play of the game. This is what we this is what we've been dealing with as Giant fans now. You know, and Jet fans and other fans out there would be like, Oh, you know, well you're you know, the Giants have four Super Bowls and, you know, we don't have any or we haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. Yeah, that's great. That's your problem. As a Giants fan, again, as I said, you need to press the reset button and start over with this friggin' team. Get Gettleman out of this organization once and for all because he is doing absolutely nothing but destroying this football team. And it's been this way now for his tenure and when they had Dopey McAdoo here and when they had they had Shermer here. He was another stiff as a head coach. Jerry Reese at the end, he couldn't friggin' do it of his Giants tenure. Apologize for the dog barking in the background if you happen to hear it. But in any case, it is really aggravating watching this football team. I've had enough. I've had enough. So I'm just not going to watch at this point. Just check the box score. Eh, Daniel Jones, 212 yards. 55 yards rushing. Giants lose 31-10. You know? That's the, that's the way it is. I don't recall what the spread is this weekend at the Saints. I got to imagine they're at least a touchdown underdog. Plus, this is the, uh, the Saints' first home game. Since everything that happened with uh, the hurricane down in uh, Louisiana. But right now, this is, I mean, if you're a Giants fan, you just got to be like, you know, where does it end? Where does it end? I mean, it is not mu- it's not much better in the Met- in, uh, MetLife for the Jets. The Jets had a horrific effort at Denver the other day. Their offense couldn't do a thing. I mean, Zach Wilson's just, you know, hey, look, they don't have much talent. But you can't use that excuse with the Giants because the Giants have Barkley. They have Engram, who Engram's another stiff, by the way. He sucks. He either drops passes, he fumbles, he can't stay on the field. Another one making too much money. Get rid of him, too. Take a hike. The wide receivers, two of them go down with injuries. Shepard and um, uh, Sladen went down the other day. I mean, it's like it's one thing after another. I know injuries are a part of the game, but damn. You can't be losing to the Falcons, and you sure as hell can't be losing to the Deadskins. There's no way in heck that should be happening. In any case, now, going through my picks from last week, or just to go around the league a little bit, 
I went three and three last week, so I am now eleven and seven through my first three weeks. I'm not going to be picking the uh, Thursday night game tonight as part of my six pack of games, so I will uh, be back on Sunday to give you my picks, which will include, of course, the Giants and the Jets. Take a wild guess who I'm going to probably pick in those two games. Jets play Tennessee. Giants are in New Orleans. Ain't looking good for either of those teams. Mirror images of each other. But I lost the Giants game against Atlanta. I did think it was going to be a field goal game. But of course I was on the wrong side of the coin. What a surprise. Denver dominated the Jets 26-0. I got that one right. I don't think that's too hard. That was too hard of a pick at this point considering what the Jets are right now. I mean, can you believe, you know, if, if a fan beans in the metropolitan area right now, you got two teams that might, maybe they might win like five games combined. I mean, the true New York team, Buffalo, they walloped the Deadskins the other day. Josh Allen looking like his MVP self, MVP caliber self. Buffalo with over 40 points the other day. They're well on their way to winning the AFC East, going away, because nobody else in that division is worth anything. The Jets stink. Miami's missing Tua. Patriots, they're going to go to 1-3 and three after uh, they get to play uh, Mr. Brady on Sunday night. Speaking of the Patriots was very surprised and I guess a little disappointed almost in a way too. I thought that they would play a lot better against the Saints the other day as I picked the Patriots to beat them. And that was not even close that game. 27-13 Saints. They had a pick six. Uh, not a good performance for the Patriots. And, you know, were they looking ahead to playing Brady? I doubt it. But they sure looked like it. Arizona with another impressive win. Had a little bit of an issue with Jacksonville, uh, trailing at halftime, but they managed to rebound. They were down 19-10. They scored the last 21 points of the game. Managed to beat the Jaguars by 12. So they're now 3-0. That NFC West is quite, um, you know, impressive right now. Rams are 3-0. Cardinals are 3-0. And they play each other this week. So that should be one uh, one interesting game. And 49ers, that was my last game I picked, which I lost. I did pick them to uh, to beat the Packers, which that did not happen. They should have won the game. I still would not have covered. But point being that the, uh, the 49ers screwed up at the end of that game. Not because they scored with 37 seconds left. But how do you play that soft in the secondary at the end there to let Devontae Adams catch a pass at about the 33-34 yard line and to set up Crosby's game-winning field goal? I mean, you cannot, under any circumstances, let that happen. You can't. The first throw Rodgers made was an unbelievable throw to around midfield. I mean, only maybe him and maybe one or two other guys could do that. That was a phenomenal throw. Right over the linebacker and just in front of the the, uh, the, the deep secondary. 
It was a phenomenal throw. But you still can't let them get to field goal range at the end of the game like that. You can't do it. And I don't know, the 49ers are just a very weird team. You know, I mean, Garoppolo is, he's just a weird quarterback. I don't know. feel like he should be better. But then again, I, you know, I don't think he's going to reach that upper echelon of quarterbacks. Just not really too big into him. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time before they make a switch there, I think. Maybe it won't happen this year, but down the road, it's most certainly going to happen. Because right now, the 49ers, I mean, they're 2-1. They're and one, And that's a tough division. I mean, right now, the Rams, I got to say, they're probably the favorite to win the division. I mean, Seattle now is 1-2. They lost a terrible game at home to the Titans in overtime. And then they lose the game in Minnesota, which was a tough a tough loss. They're now 1-2. and two. So, I mean, you know, right now this is, to me, the, the division is the Rams to lose. I don't think the Cardinals are quite as good as they are. We'll see how it goes uh, this weekend, though. They play head-to-head, first of two meetings. We'll see if the Cardinals uh, have the medal to, to beat the Rams. I don't think it's going to happen, per se, though, this uh, this Sunday. I think the Rams right now probably pose the biggest threat to the, Buc- to the Buccaneers. They proved it the other day, giving them a nice walloping in uh, Sophie Stadium, 34-24. You know, the Rams are definitely very impressive. I mean, Stafford, hey, look, changed the zip code, went from Michigan out to L.A., and you can see he's got more talent around him. He's got a good head coach. The Rams are going to be a tough out this year. Uh, I mean, do they get to the Super Bowl? Well, we'll see about that. At the end of the day, it always is going to run through Brady, wherever he wherever he is. Because right now, I mean, to me, you look at around around the NFC. Those are the two cream of the crop. Tampa and the Rams. Green Bay, I know they have Rodgers. I'm not in love with that defense. And quite frankly, once you get past uh, Devontae Adams, you know, among, among their receivers, they don't have really a whole ton of, uh, they don't have a ton of talent after that. So they got to pray he stays healthy. But I, I just, you know, I think the Packers, their best hope was last year. They should have made it to the Super Bowl. They should have beat the Buccaneers that day. Brady didn't have that great of a game. Green Bay should have won that game. So I think the window is basically almost shut with uh, with Rodgers and, and Green Bay. So to me, it's, it's Tampa or it's going to be the Rams. Whoever gets the home field probably is going to wind up as the, the Super Bowl... As the Super Bowl, cha- well, not the Super Bowl champ, the conference champion in the uh, the NFC. So, a little bit on baseball because the season is uh, closing down in the next couple of days. Pretty much the, the National League looks to be set with the Braves about to win the NL East. The Brewers are already have clinched the Central. Looks like the Giants are going to win the West, which, I mean, hey, look, coming into the season, who the heck would have said that? Not a single person, not a single expert, not a single casual fan, not a single Giants fan 
a single hardcore Giants fan would have said that San Francisco was going to win the division, let alone make the playoffs. Nobody had them doing that. Nobody. And they got 104 wins right now. Dodgers have 102. Can you imagine? Dodgers are going to win about maybe 103, 104, 105 games and not win the division, which is ridiculous. But that's the way it goes. So right now, as it stands, looks like the Dodgers will be hosting the Cardinals in the wild card game. Braves will be playing the Brewers in the first round in the division series, and then the winner of the wild card will play the Giants. Obviously, everybody would love to see the Giants and the Dodgers play in a, in the division round, which would be very interesting. I can't necessarily pick against the Dodgers. I know the Giants have had a phenomenal year, but, I mean, you know, man for man, the Dodgers are better than San Francisco. No doubt about it. I mean, you're talking, you got to face Scherzer, and you got to face Bueller, and you got to face Kershaw. I mean, good luck. You know, but the Giants have proven for the, for almost six months that, hey, you know what? We're here, and we're not going to be easy to beat. So San Francisco, uh, you know, I mean, I'd like to see them beat the Dodgers. I don't want to see the Dodgers repeat. Be nice to see a little fresh blood, although the Giants, you know, they have three titles in the last 11 years. 2010, 2012, 2014. So they have a little bit of history lately. Brewers and the Braves should be an interesting series. Um, i got to probably give the slight edge right now to the Brewers. I mean, they're pitching. I mean, throwing Woodruff and Peralta and, Bur- and Burns. I know they're Devin Williams idiotically punched a wall or whatever, celebrating when the Brewers won the division the other day, broke his hand. Yeah, good job there, buddy. Good job. So, you know, that obviously depletes their bullpen, their main guy as the setup man for for Hayter. But the Braves, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, if they had Acuna and they had Ozuna, I'd probably pick them to to win, but I think at the end of the day, and it's a short series, so you go with the team that has the better starting pitching at the end of the day, and clearly Milwaukee does. So I, I'm going to pick them probably in four to beat, beat Atlanta. And in the American League, I mean, it's coming down to the wire. I mean, right now Tampa's clinched the best record in the American League. The White Sox and Houston are going to go to battle in Houston for uh, the division round. I don't know. The White Sox have kind of stumbled to the finish line, I want to, I would say. So I don't know. Right now, I know that they have Giolito and they have Cease. Rodon's been kind of banged up towards the end of the year with the shoulder fatigue. But right now, I mean, the White Sox, man for man, have a better rotation than than Houston. And obviously, the bullpen, you got to give the edge the edge to the White Sox. So it's going to all come down to basically whether the Houston offense, minus the trash cans, can find a way to beat the uh, the White Sox. I think with the home field, I think Houston does find a way to beat the White Sox. 
So I, I, I would take Houston in five to beat the White Sox. Now you get to the teams in the East. I mean, tonight right now the Yankees are playing the Blue Jays in the final game of a humongous three-game series. Yankees should have won that game last night. They did not. Corey Kluber pitching right now. It's currently 1-1 in the third. They got to win this game tonight, the Yankees. They have to win this game. You don't win this game. You figure Boston's probably going to beat Baltimore tonight. They'll be in a tie. The Red Sox have the tiebreaker. So obviously if they finish in a tie the and they both make the playoffs, the game would be in Boston. So the Yankees have to beat Boston outright in order to have home uh, home field in the in the playoff game and the wild card game. So I mean I, you know again Yankees have got to win this game tonight. They play Tampa then after this. Tampa would love nothing more than to knock the Yankees out. I know they they have nothing to play for Tampa, but come on, they would love nothing more than to take the Yankees out and have them miss the playoffs. And don't forget about Seattle. Seattle's won, I think, 10 of 11 or 11 of 12. They play the Angels this weekend. Otani's not pitching. So Seattle is riding high right now. So there's a very good chance, you know, if the Yankees were to lose tonight, the Blue Jays would be one behind them. So would Seattle. The Yankees would be playing Tampa. Seattle's playing the Angels. I don't recall 100% who Toronto plays. But it can't be anybody, you know, special at this point. I don't, I don't imagine. Then I have to check fast who they're playing. Toronto. I know the Red Sox play the Nationals, which is going to be a, uh, you know, I mean, worst case, Red Sox win two or three. Let's see, Toronto plays, oh, terrific, they play the Orioles. So you can mark down three wins for Toronto, most likely. So the Yankees can basically do nothing worse than two and one, ideally. And two and one may not be enough. So that's why this game is critical as can be tonight. They got to figure a way to get Robbie Ray out of the game, maybe by the sixth inning. And get to that bullpen and hope they can pull it out. Because, again, you lose this game tonight, you're in serious trouble as far as I'm concerned. That game last night was to be had. They couldn't pull it out at the end. Holmes gave up a home run to Bichette at the end. I mean, Bichette hit hit a ball that you know looked like a routine pop-up and it wound up going out of the ballpark to right center field. So, I mean, you know, you 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 look right now... The Yankees, I still think, do get in somehow. I do think they're going to be the road team in the wild card game. I did say that I thought it would be Toronto and them in the wild card game with Toronto winning. And I guess I got to stick with that at this point, which would mean the Red Sox are going to have to collapse against the the Nationals and to lose to Baltimore tonight. Which right now, Baltimore leads 3-1. to one. So, hey, I guess you never know. But when the Yankee season does come to an end, whenever that may be, it could be Sunday, it could be Tuesday or Wednesday, it could be about a week after that, 
whenever their season does come to an end, I will have a podcast or an episode strictly about their season and what they need to do for next year and beyond. Because this team has, you know, again, this team is very flawed. For a $200 million payroll, they have a whole lot of flaws in this team. You know, Stanton and Judge have carried this team for basically two months now. Two full months. Stanton's got 19 homers since August 1st. Judge is almost 40 homers now. They're, uh, you know, hey. I mean, talent wins. But, you know, on the other hand, too, even if you look at the acquisitions, they got Rizzo. He's just been okay. He's a good influence. Yeah, he's a good clubhouse guy. He's not great. He's a good player. He's not a great player. Joey Gallo, you know, I mean, you're going to have him here next year. We know he strikes out a ton. We know he walks a lot. We know he's going to hit home runs. He's played good defense in left field, minus that gaffe last night that he had with her, with uh, Gio going into left field. Neither neither guy calls the ball. You got it. No, you got it. No, you got it. And neither got it. So we'll we'll see what happens. I, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm taking more of the pessimistic approach with the Yankees because I do think that man for man, I think Toronto could beat them. I don't necessarily think Boston can. I mean, it's a one game. It's one game. So anybody could win. Seattle could beat any of these teams without a shadow of a doubt. It's only one game. But even if the Yankees got to the the division round, do you really expect the Yankees to beat Tampa? They haven't they've had no success against this team for how long? And never mind the fact, and I know they they had success in the I think the most recent series down in Tampa. But the Yankees have been terrible in Tampa over the last several years. And now you're going to sit there and tell me that they're going to beat Tampa in a five-game series? They didn't do it last year. And guess what? If they got that far, they are not going to do it this year either. So to me, that's as far as they go. So I, I think it'll be Tampa and Houston in the ALCS. The Brewers will be in the NLCS. I'm not sure. I, I mean, the Dodgers will probably beat the, the, the Cardinals in the wild card game. I, I got to go with the Dodgers beating the the Giants in a five-game series. I, you know, it, it's, it's so hard to go against Bueller, Kershaw, and, and Scherzer. I know their bullpen is kind of their underbelly and they and they're they have issues out there. But I, you know, ugh. it's really hard to pick against the Dodgers. I'd like to see them lose, but I don't think uh I, I think it's gonna be them and the Brewers. Which will be a rematch of uh NLCS from a couple of years ago that won seven games and was a really, really good series. So that's that's what I'm going with for for the AL and the, and the NL as of right now. So we'll see what happens. The Yankees, uh, you know, again, tonight's a must win. They got to win this game tonight. 
Orioles right now up 3-1 in the Red Sox, as I said. Braves up 1-0. They need to win tonight to clinch the NL East. And nobody really predicted that. Considering when they lost Acuna, they lost Ozuna. And the Braves are still going to win the division. So, kudos to them. Definitely kudos to them. So... Tonight, again, in a couple of minutes, we'll be seeing the, the Jaguars and the, the Bengals. I'll be back on Sunday to give you my six-pack of picks for week number four. And uh, again, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence tonight. So, I mean, might have to be a little bit desperate to watch this game. But hey, it's two overall number one picks. We'll see if they're worth the hype over the next ten years or so. But I'll tell you this much. I'll take either of them any day over what we have in in Giant Blue right now. Because they are a mess. A total mess. A total joke. A total disgrace. When are we going to see a winning team? Yeah, they had that one outlier year with with, uh, Bugaboo McAdoo. And they got walloped by the Packers in Green Bay. Other than that, they've been utter garbage since Super Bowl 46. We've had years and years now of mediocrity. And something needs to change. And the most obvious thing, as I said in the beginning, Gettleman, pack your bags. Head wherever the heck you want to go. Just get the hell away from East Rutherford. Because you suck. And so does this friggin' team. Known as the New York Football Giants. Talk to you Sunday.